is a broke billionaire's thing. We don't have no money, but we have ideas, man. We are back with another episode of the Broke Billionaires Podcast. Thank you, everybody. We're here. We are here, joined today with Christian. I know it has been a long minute. Cal's been holding it down. He's been doing an amazing job. Just got back from a nice vacation, but you know, back to the fresh love. Nice on his vacations, guys. I saw all the Instagram posts. There's Mykonos. I don't know. No, you're, no, on your, no. in, you're on your Instagram, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Instagram influencer vibes the whole, the whole vacation. Yeah, bro. You know, you just gotta, you gotta, what's it called? Uh, flex on them. <laughs> you gotta flex on them, but you also gotta, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll ignore that. But either way, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't in Mykonos. I was in Turkey and London. Uh, definitely recommend uh, traveling. You know, a lot of us are in our 20s. And this pandemic has been an excuse for a lot of people to be like, oh, no, I'll wait for it. But you know what? Your 20s ain't waiting, okay? The time is still ticking and life goes on. So go out there, travel, go make experiences. And uh, yeah, yeah, what I was going to say was uh, if you could pick a favorite place out of all the places you traveled, which one was your like best experience? Okay, so, oh, man, this is so hard because I went to London and Turkey and both of them had like – their own kind of awesome experiences and memorable things for each of them. But like, you know, like I went to a Chelsea game and for me, that was just like a dream of mine that I've had since I was a little kid. And that was like super, super special to be able to do. Pretty much as you imagine, like the crowd going crazy, singing the chants together. Yeah. Like literally, I don't know, like just even walking up the steps and then just seeing the actual stadium, like in front of me, it was all it was just like goosebumps it was crazy and then yeah the whole the whole atmosphere just being in there i mean we lost the game which sucked but <laughs> it was still it was still yeah. really really unbelievable <laughs> yeah highly recommended guys you know life still going to time still goes on so obviously do things responsibly and i highly recommend traveling now it's really cheap to travel right now by the way so i'll just throw that in there as well but without further ado enough talk about travel Today's episode, we are actually joined with a wonderful guest. Cal, can you please go ahead and introduce our guest? Um, our guest is uh, someone that's been a friend of mine for uh, how many years at this point, Robo? Shit, man, what? Damn, like at least 15 years. 15 years, right? Yeah, it's been, that's been more than a decade. Almost a decade and a half. No, it is a decade and a half. No, so almost sure. two decades. We're going on two decades. Uh, so um, he's wearing his cock thin because I'm getting tired of him pretty quickly. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, me and Roba have been roommates numerous times, not just in uh, high school, but even in college when we were doing internships together. So uh, we thought it would be fun to do a pop-in episode like we did with Alec and Jared, right? So yep. we were about to talk about uh, the whole Brian Laundry situation. Um, but Christian, yeah, you can start us off. Yeah, guys. So this is this is still very current, still very relevant. There's still more information coming out about this case. But like we know that there's been a lot of like social media uptick regarding this case, which is also one of the reasons why I think so many resources were allocated towards this case, and like. I, I don't know if you guys heard this, Cal and Robel, but I think they found like nine other bodies 
of just mm-hmm. random people while they were searching around for Gabby's. Sorry? Around the campsite? Uh, just across the country, I think, when they were just looking for Gabby's body. Sorry for the cuts of spoilers or anything like that, but yeah, Gabby's no longer with us, but uh, they found nine other bodies of missing people while they were doing Whoa. the search. Okay, so can we start with the timeline of the whole Brian Logan? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Sorry before we cut. get into the whole craziness, because I, I didn't even hear yeah, about yeah, all yeah. that. This is, this yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is gonna, this oh, throw yeah. a wrench in the whole plan. So, all right, <laughs> start it, start it, let us know. All right, all right. So, uh, just to preface all this, guys. So, this is, this is a YouTube couple. Uh, there's Brian and then there's Gabby. So Gabby Petito, 22 years old, and her fiance. So he did propose to her by this point. Brian Laundry, who's 33. Go ahead, let's acknowledge that age gap: 33 and 22. Well, First red flag. Wait, right there. YouTube couple? <laughs> YouTube couple. So what? like they like did they do like vlogs stuff like that? Yeah, I think they they were just starting out. Gabby uh, just made like a she just started her YouTube channel. She posted a, a video on August of 19th. Just kind of okay. depicting their journey together, and she called it van life, I believe, uh-huh. uh, where they just, you know, they wanted to live out of their van, go exploring around the country, and and do the. It's just a big trend still right now, the whole van life. Uh, oh, good. I haven't team. even heard about like the whole van life trend. All I knew is that that she had a, like a van and that she was traveling cross country with her. Oh, her bro, it's huge! Like or, right now, like. Yeah. So many people are are buying these vans. Like, if you go look on Craigslist, Kijiji, whatever is in your area, these vans, the the value is, is high. Like, pe- like everyone is trying to get a van and like make it livable so that you can go drive around and and adventure and, and live out of it. So okay, so. but you know that's crazy that you guys say this. I mean, just the point about the vans is that uh, my friend did that like during the COVID, like uh, I would say like. Um, End of 2020, her and her boyfriend put together like this van, and it's like a like travel cross country type van. They like made it into you know like a RV type vibe. I guess uh-huh. like a lot of people do that, but I didn't yeah. know it was, like a, a trend. Like people have been on that. Did they like? I mean, during the height of COVID, you were saying? Yeah, like during the height of COVID into like 2021. So they didn't get like even during the restrictions, they didn't stop them and stuff. Like no, they were going across. The yeah, no, bro, that's like a, I'm pretty sure that's a a right like an American right to travel, to be able to have freedom of travel within you know the country. You know Christian? is like, I remember when I was in the DMV area, like they had a curfew. Like I wasn't allowed to go to to 7-Eleven past nine o'clock. Are yeah. you sure? Was that a suggestion or was that like a imposed? No, that, was like, that was like a rule for a little bit. Don't yeah, you yeah. Like, you, like uh, they wouldn't like stop you, but it would just be like, yo, you should be inside. Like, oh, but it was like a curfew, but no, that, you, no you're right. No, that's a, yeah, I think that must have been a strong suggestion where they're like, "All right, if we if we strongly suggest it, maybe they'll listen to us, but we can't force them." Yeah, 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 that's true. I'm thinking that's what it's like. Yeah, it was something of that sort. Um, yeah, I know, like America doesn't play around with freedom, bro. Like you guys, you guys are like, you're like, give me my guns and give me my whiskey, <laughs> and like, yeah. just, I'm good, right? <laughs> yeah, a bald eagle comes and then rolls on your head. <laughs> yeah. Just we were just watching uh, Who is America and Sasha Baron Cohen. He was <laughs> yeah. talking about the love of guns. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're these NRA activists. It's like, <laughs> man, do we really look like this? Like, are we this ridiculous? Like, about yeah, no, that's, that's actually what you guys look like to, to the rest of the world. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, gosh. It's like these, these, like, 
You're literally doing a show with NRA activists about how four-year-olds should have guns. <laughs> and oh, then oh it's like goodness. multiple Republicans like uh, are like the conservatives say that, yeah, without even reading, uh, a good fourth grader with a gun is a safe fourth grader with a gun or yeah. something like that. Oh, oh. Oh my goodness, yeah, I see that all the time where they're like, you know, gun safety, you got to start early. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. they get them, like, these, like, oh, when I was five, my daddy got me my first shotgun. And then, <laughs> first like, went rabbit hunting. exactly, yeah. And then it's like, we got the dogs, and then, like, we went out to go get rabbits. But, yeah, uh, no, that's that's America. But kind of going back into, into all of this here. Um, I don't know how we, we kind of strayed, but anyway, that's just the freedom. No, was, so, yeah, he was freedom. essentially taking the cross-country van, like, yeah. as, like, maybe it's, part, like, part of the trend. And I know they got stopped sure. by the police at some point, right? Because yes. of, the, like, a, a commotion. I heard witnesses had said that um, they had saw them, like, at least fighting. I don't know if it was on the road at, or stopped at some place in particular, but they said that they had saw them fighting. And then when the police came and then took her testimony – they said that she she actually admitted that she hit him first and that he had essentially like gripped her face like her cheeks and her mouth and that it, since they were just newly like fiancéed or you know going to be married soon they said that it wasn't like a domestic abuse case they didn't want each other to get like press charges or so the police kind of left them alone from what i understand yeah that's correct did you guys listen to the uh, 911 call at all or like see the there's like uh body cam footage from the car I, I saw the body cam footage of her sitting inside the car explaining the situation to the police officers yeah. and she was just saying that yeah like i hit him first and like um like i don't want something bad to happen to him like and all he did was just like hold my face there was no like he didn't hit me in the head or anything like that um such but, a miskeen bro like I, yeah like, that means poor person like oh it's like poor thing but, yeah uh, like I was just thing is- too like, like we, we we were we were listening to a debate. Um, there's this guy named Destiny. He does like debates, you know, on in political commentary. And one in one of his conversations, he was just talking about how like, you know, how dangerous it is for a woman to get in an altercation with a man because like that if an altercation with a man for a woman usually ends up in something very. Yeah. like mortal like maybe death or a serious injury if a guy's in an altercation with women like you know physically most of the time they're not going to be able to do as much damage as they would be able to do as a man to her you know what i'm saying so she can even feel pressure to say like uh i don't want him to get in trouble or something worse might happen to me later you know what i mean facts facts okay but like another point that I think a lot of people will glaze over regarding the situation because she she even admitted herself, I hit him first. Exactly. But the person on the nine one one call said, "There's a guy slapping a girl in like this outside this grocery store." Uh, and so, like, first of all, that's kind of conflicting. But another thing, so when the cops were talking to Gabby, um, they're like, "Why? Like, what what was going on?" And then she said, "He wouldn't let me in the car." I don't know if you if you guys I hit that part. But yeah, so she said he wouldn't let me in the car. And the thing is, is the car is registered to her. That's her car. So if he's not letting her in her own car, then That's isn't it reasonable? A violation of her rights, yeah. Yeah, isn't it reasonable for her to fight to get back in her car? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, that's just what I think. If some guy outside of the grocery store took my keys and is not letting me get into my own car, 
surely I should be able to take it back. The thing is, I was thinking is like at that point, hopefully she like she wasn't the one that called nine one one. So her phone was probably even in the car when he took it. Yeah. And they were stopped at somewhere. I heard that after that situation happened, I don't know if they were going to an inn or like a motel, but someone also heard that someone also maybe like reported like suspicious activity saying that there was an altercation between a man and a woman and apparently it was them as well. Yeah, and so I think the way this situation ended up ending was it was classified as what, like disorderly conduct? They didn't take them in. Yeah, Utah has some weird laws where they they don't let the police decide what the situation is. They're like, the person who's the victim gets to choose whether or not. And she said to the officer that she she didn't want both of them to have any kind of charges, so that's probably why she didn't say anything. So I guess going forward from that was the whole motel situation that I talked about. Then from my understanding, actually is like the police had actually asked them to separate for the night or something like that. So they, they would sleep at different hotels. And I think he flew back to Florida and maybe came back. And then after that, like they met up together. Then she was missing when he came back. Check am I correct in that or am I wrong in that? Yeah, I thought I, I thought I picked that up too. Like he he had did he, he fly? He returned back. He like, would return back to Florida. Oh, because I know he drove back to Florida at one point. So maybe but he went to go meet his family. Like yeah, he went to like meet he, his he family. Did, he back did like in a de- yeah, he did like a detour. But the thing is, like, I don't think he could have taken the car because that would have been a very long trip. So I'm pretty yeah, sure. At one point he did. Like later on in the timeline, I think yeah, he did later. drive back. Yeah, he drove later. back with the car. But so I didn't, I didn't, I must have missed that. I didn't know he flew back to Florida. Yeah. So after the altercation, he flew back to meet his family. Then he flew back to Oregon, wherever, Wyoming, wherever they were. Yeah. Then I guess after that, he drove back to his family's house back in Florida. And while he was back in Florida for about three days, he was back there. Then he went on a camping trip with his family. At that point, two weeks had passed by. And then Gabby's parents were like, oh, our daughter's missing. And God rest her soul, by the way. But um, I think that at that point, they maybe found her remains in Wyoming. Yeah. Something like that. That that guy is up to no good. Over the Brian Laundry guy. The thing is, like, I just... And, I think there was like an autopsy done of her body, and they say, remember, she died of strangulation. Mm-hmm. So, like, that would only leave you to believe, like, the only person that's there that saw her last also has deep connection to her is also her boyfriend. So, he's probably the most culpable person to say that committed the crime. You know what I mean? Or knows some somewhere she potentially could be. Like, that's that that's yeah. such an intimate trip like when you go to an intimate even with the you go with your boys like you go on a trip to like you know la or yeah, some yeah. place to visit and then you don't come back with that person that's you're just like there's flag. so many questions Itch. like yeah uh, yeah there's like so many questions that are, have to be asked like where was that person why don't you care that they're missing yeah, like, like the, immediately the first person that you think is like yo let me get someone with authority involved to help me search for a person that's missing if i yeah if i can't find her the, the even like the intuition intuition of like the parents so like on the 27th they got a text from her phone uh uh-huh. that oh, was that said 
Oh, yeah. The text said, can you help Stan? I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls. And so Stan is her grandfather, but her parents say that she doesn't usually refer to him by his first name. So they immediately started getting concerned when they got this text. And that's when they guess. I mean, she yeah, was, and then she was reported two weeks before they said that. Yeah, or they reported like on I, September 11th. Kind of curious. I, I just don't know why you wouldn't have reported that no, a little what, bit earlier. What, what was the text message? Is it can you what? Yeah, the 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 text said, "Can you help Stan? I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls." Stan is her grandpa. Okay, but so she doesn't refer to him as Stan. Like an old voicemail to her and then they're like oh um, she's dead and he yeah. still has her phone and then she keeps getting voicemails from the grandpa and he's like oh the grandpa probably needs help i'll probably just be a nice guy tell them to check in on him but i'm i was gonna say is if he has her phone wouldn't he know and they're her he's he's her fiance at this point so wouldn't he know that she probably doesn't refer to her grandpa as stan assuming probably not anything probably about not so probably not man. that would make me lead me to believe who else could have the phone because if they don't know anything about the family then they would oh. assume Stan is the you don't know who Stan is. I didn't think about that. Some, some voice on the you know on the voice voicemail. I didn't think about that. That's crazy. Because oh no, and okay, another thing. So I mentioned I was just wa- okay. So I was watching this other uh, girl break down this entire this entire Gally Petito case. Her channel is Swoop. Uh, I'll send it to you guys afterwards. But so out right outside of the grocery store where Gabby and Brian were arguing, where like you know he the the witness said they they he slapped her. They called nine one one. Right outside of that same grocery store, there was like another couple like a few years back or like some time back that they were also arguing, and they were both found dead after arguing. Right outside of that grocery store, which is so just they were, so weird. Gabby and Brian were both outside that grocery store. That same place. grocery store. Yeah. Which weird. isn't that like weird? That's almost like serial killer behavior. It's almost like you know. But it's, my thing is that's okay. So weird. I was gonna say there's two important things that I think about. First is whoever has the phone is a big clue. In, in this investigation, because if they can find who has the phone, let's say it's in Wyoming, then that could possibly be the person that if it, the, the you said the text was from her phone. Yeah. Okay. So then if the person's Wyoming, that could be the person that killed her. The weird thing is why did he go back, go on a trip with his family, then come back, then leave on a trip by himself to like some reservation. And now he's missing. And apparently there are human remains found where he was supposed supposedly at. And there was stuff that he could have carried when carried out when leaving his house that were consistent with what he might have had on him when he left. So and, and another thing too is like she, he was he was <laughs> he was indicted and why the FBI got a warrant for his arrest was because he um uh Used the <laughs> he he used Gabby's uh, financial cards yeah her to purchase a thousand dollars worth of stuff yeah it's like how would you have gotten you know what I'm saying like you yeah, were a good girl right but you're not gonna hold her like purse and her cards yeah unless, exactly like, unless like you asked like you needed it for something but like yeah, exactly. you wouldn't be just still it would have still be on you unless you just took that shit 
Yeah, and to be clear, they don't have they're not searching for Brian Laundry for the murder. Her murder, he's a he, I think he's like maybe a suspect at this point, yeah. but he's not indicted for her murder. They wanted to bring him in because of the the fraudulent you know use yeah. of her debit card. So if they actually are able to find him, then they're going to question him and then indict him for possibly her murder. So I don't know, yeah. a lot of speculation, I think. But also there's like a lot of facts because like for me, it's like a big piece of evidence would probably be where, wherever that phone is. Unless, you know, I said that theory earlier, but reverse, you know, you can always say reverse psychology. Maybe he wanted to refer to her grandpa as that to make it anonymous as more you know, confusing as possible. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the thing. And the thing is, is uh, I don't know if you guys also know this, but you know, she died of strangulation according to the yeah. autopsy that was done. Uh, and at this point, you know, a lot of people are, are just assuming that it was Brian at this point, even though, you know, innocent till proven guilty, but, uh, they just Brian, have to find where this man is. Yeah, it's not good for Buddy right now. It's not like no, he... but you know they they found human remains with his dental records, like with the. Well, I didn't proof. know about dental records. Oh, this is where this is where this thing takes a turn, bro. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So on October twenty first, they found partial human remains, like in this creek. Oh. Uh, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this this environmental park. And they say that it belonged to Laundry, and they said that they located his remains next to a backpack and a notebook. And they said that it was searched weeks before, but it had been underwater due to changes in the swampy terrain, and Laundry was not found during the initial search. But in the mornings, his remains were found, and his parents also searched the park with authorities, finding a white bag and another unspecified item. Uh, the Laundry family attorneys told the Fox News Digital, so. What a lot of people are saying, because this body was undistinguishable, and people are saying that, oh, because it was underwater, uh, you know, the body decayed a lot quicker than they normally decay. But we all know, we all know that it takes years for bodies to decay to like that, that point where they're almost unrecognizable. And this would have been just like a few couple weeks ago, two, maybe two, three weeks max. And I think they distinguished it through the, the teeth, through the dental records. Wow. Which is not enough. It's, 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 isn't this nuts? This guy's disappeared, and then they, they checked an initial search, didn't find anything, and then they checked again, and then, oh, there he is. He committed suicide. Um, I'm just trying to look for, like, That's interesting. Uh, uh, a, a, an article that can show us or tell us how long it takes in in time for like a body to decay underwater because for it to decay that fast in just two weeks or just a couple of days is you know makes me skeptical as to whether and, body and it gets worse though and it gets worse if it's, so it's dental records though it's almost undeniable that it could be him that yeah maybe you could be but another thing so even from the beginning when Gabby's parents were worried about Gabby, they didn't know anything about where she was at. They're texting his parents, Brian's parents, and they're saying, hey, like, we don't know where our daughter is. And they're calling them and leaving voicemails frantic- frantically. And this is by the- when Brian is home with them. And they're choosing to purposely ghost the- Gabby's parents. They're ignoring her parents. They haven't replied, responded, or anything. So and- the person that texted from that phone. 
No, 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 no. It, it doesn't have anything to do with Gabby's phone. They, like, they're just texting and calling Brian's parents. Gabby's parents are calling and texting Brian's parents. Oh, okay. Because they're like, we don't know where our daughter is. We're worried sick. We're going to call the cops. We don't know where she is. Can you please help us? Where Where are they? Do you know where they are? Do you know anything? Yeah. And they're completely ghosting them and leaving them out of the loop. They're leaving the rest of the laundry family out of the loop. They're, they're tell, they're lawyer, they, they immediately lawyered up. And the lawyer was like, nope, don't talk to any of your family members about anything. And they also came out and they said that they're not going to have a funeral for Brian Laundrie. Oh, I heard if they are going to have it, it's small. And another thing, too, is like they didn't capture him, but they told the family to plead the Fifth Amendment to say that that essentially not to talk to anyone so that they don't incriminate themselves. So that leads me to believe. So do you guys think or sorry, sorry, sorry. To yeah, no, go ahead. What do, you, do you think that Brian Laundry that like that was like it's just some other body and then he's. Alive? No, the thing I was looking at right now, it says the uh, body decomposition like timeline. It says 24 to 72 hours after death, the internal organs start to decompose. Three to five five days after death, death the body starts to blow, and blood containing foam, foam leaks from the mouth and nose. Sorry, this is getting graphic. Eight to ten days after death, the body turns into turns from green to red as the blood decomposes, and the organs in the abdomen accumulate gas. Several weeks after death. Nails and teeth fall out. One month after death, the body starts to liquefy. And so essentially, they found his body three to five days. And if this is a process that takes about a month to completely happen, for his body to have disintegrated that quickly in just water, uh, I don't know. How can you speed up a chemical reaction like that? Just my thinking on it. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, they, so the thing that confirmed records, it was dental oh. records. But the thing is, is that like I've read some of these these theories online, and people are like, parents keep parents keep uh, like the baby teeth, or like to be honest, I've even seen on things like like TV shows. Like obviously, it's TV shows and whatnot, and this is this crazy situation altogether, where mm. a guy had all of his teeth removed and put into like. I don't know, uh, another random dead body that's undistinguishable. And then they confirm it with the teeth. And they're like, okay, yeah, this is the person. Oh, oh, then my question is, if that is the possible situation, Brian Laundrie's it's not, it's, it's not. It's literally I'm just, just saying, conspiracy crap. But yeah, this is speculation at this yeah, point. I was just going to say, if that, is, if that was a scenario that would have required you know, him to be hiding somewhere, them to have baby teeth, them plant it on the body in the place that they kind of said that he was. And then also that's maybe possibly why the lawyer is telling them to be, you know, quiet about the situation. But the chances of them like thinking ahead to sprinkle baby teeth on the side of where he could possibly have been at last. Bro, he, they, they allowed them to join the search though. How, how are they going to let his parents search for his body? And I'm I'm just confused that like I mean, but wouldn't any police station say like you think I, I want to look for my kid too? Like, wouldn't you actively be in a search? But but no job? though. Like the thing is, is like they he's also a person of interest in the death of, of Gabby Petito. They would think that oh, who who in the world would it would aid in a better criminal? Of course, it's going to be his own family that's going to help him out. But this is, I guess, to escape. But where is he going to go? Like, they're going to search. Where, like, you're in the swamplands of Florida. So now, like, what, you're a Gator family now? 
bro i mean you think you think that but like there's like a there's a guy here in in calgary so calgary's not even that well known like it worldwide there's a guy in calgary he he committed like murder and they they knew who he was he knew it was him and uh stupidly for some reason they're like okay we'll put him on house arrest this guy like breaks out of his house they find him like almost two years later in vietnam Dang. Okay. Vietnam. So, How did this guy get down to Vietnam? I guess it is possible to like truly escape, but like, God. I mean, they How many movies of escape artists do they watch? I think. Jesus. How the fuck did he get over there? Yeah. How did he get to Vietnam, bro? And like, I don't know how they even in Vietnam. How did they identify him as this random guy who's wanted for murder in Calgary, Alberta? Like, they got him back here now, and he, I think he's in like court and he's waiting for his trial now again but still i think it's possible there's people out there that can that can help make you disappear like this world isn't the like just you know as tame as you think it is the real the the, the real question is of that amazingly ridiculous story you just said (laughs) <laughs> was the fact that why did this guy want to go to Vietnam? No, no, I, I, I don't know, bro, but maybe he thought he could lay low down there. I don't really know. Yeah, he could. He probably was at Belgium at one point, and they're like, "Yo, just chill out. Look, you did good for yourself." He's like, "Nah, I'm, nah I, I gotta I'm go to the next level." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Nam. And then the point one percent happened to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were better off in Belgium, my man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I guess he'd stick out like a sore thumb because he was a white man in Vietnam. So of course, yeah, like he's gonna look out of place. That is crazy. Everybody knows you in the you know wherever you're working. Yeah, like the dark web. The dark web is a thing, man. Like you can go on the dark web and then you can you can you can purchase fraudulent, uh, like documents like passports and whatnot and, and all that stuff. I don't know. Like, I think like my question is like, if we are going down conspiracy road, is like he had to have planned this like quickly to have done all of this in a matter of two weeks you have to be quite efficient not break under the stress yeah. leave no trails yeah, you know like once the fbi starts to get involved like and they start like you be looking through your person yeah like they start looking through your personal like computer and stuff they know like that you use these channels to get you know whatever this is accomplished so until they get further like forensic evidence to say like first for me the phone Second, like if they search like his computers and stuff, and three, if the dental records are actually his, then I'll believe like, yeah, it was one hundred percent him. Until then, they, there's like so many questions to be answered. But my obvious sus- suspect at the end of the day would be him. Yeah, but his his family's gangster though, man. For for not snitching on him for, yet. For not snitching. If this guy's really alive, like, dang! Shout out to his family. They are. <laughs> They are about to die. Yeah, but if he's he actually committed the murder, then that's pretty tragic. No, that family. is a tragic situation. But gosh, his family is like, yo, like you guys are in a situation where the FBI is on you and you're still lying. <laughs> if you lie to the FBI, man, you I mean, to- they're gonna be in jail if you know once if he gets convicted and it's true, they're all going to jail too for what is it, obstruction of justice or something. Yeah, like that. but I don't I don't see anything happening because to be honest, like it like. If we if we don't dive too far into the conspiratorial, like it's so fun to just be like, oh yeah, and the teeth, it could be this, it could be that. Like it's obviously like not pointing towards that, but just looking at suspicious, like how sus is it 
that his body had decomposed to that level, just that alone, just that fact alone, that it was like undistinguishable that they had to just resort to dental records. And then once they're like, oh yeah, he's dead. Oh yeah, by the way, we're not going to have a funeral, but we're going to cremate his body. So you can never, ever go back and check it out, check it out ever again. Shit. Bro, that is bro. so sus, bro. We're gonna, That's yeah, why they're going to cremate his body. <laughs> his gonna, family's going to We're going to cremate right his body and we're going to do the funeral. Yeah, service. the dental records are gone now. <laughs> like, we're we're, we're going to do the funeral service in a swamp and no one's invited. <laughs> no one's invited. Except for any immediate family who's a part of this. No operation. cameras allowed. <laughs> we don't want any documentation. Once the FBI raids it and makes them squeal, then bro, we'll probably find out that it's them. Any crime that's like FBI level, I don't, I don't want to sound judgy when I say this, but any crime that that's like FBI level, I question, I go, dang, man, like you really must want want the smoke. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, like you awesome. really wanted yeah. to, your name, to, you wanted some sort of attention to yeah, be yeah. Name recognized name by the FBI. Because like if you were planning all this in advance, yeah. then you know like, oh, people are going to be searching for me. So wow, if he planned that, he's but a, yeah, I think it, it's probably it's everything. Believe makes me believe it's him. Like there's no thing thing that can make me believe it's not him so far. Yeah, they just yeah. need to gather more hard hard evidence. Ryan Laundry. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a crazy thing though. That's, that's so crazy. And even even like you okay. know the other girl Swoop who said that. These these two women were arguing outside this grocery store, and then they're dead. And then now this happened to Gabby, and this is what they were doing. It's I don't know. Like if you if you guys ever seen Mind Hunter or anything like that, yeah, we just yeah. we haven't. You have so good. I recommend Mind Hunter if you haven't seen it before. But you know, dang, uh, yeah, I'm so mad they're not like making a third season. I think they second season. I heard they might. They might. It's just like a really expensive show. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's extremely expensive, but it's the one of the most well done shows on netflix without a doubt like agreed I 10 out of 10 what's the show yeah, called it's so oh, my good mine hunters it's like they talk about like like why serial killers do the things that they do how they got to that position you know it's like a dramatic style but it's based on real life like, story. Real life like it's actual like, interviews yeah. that they would do with with these actual real life serial killers yeah. but serial killers have kind of dropped off like unless they hey i mean serial killers kind of lost your stuff yeah they dropped off or they got better at what they do do and they don't even like i mean people it's i don't know like people i i, I tell them about this like people are capable of anything like i'm not i'm sure there's probably like someone like planning like the you said that there was a string of you know, people that have died doing that trail, right? Uh, not necessarily. Oh, like not during in that trail, but you know that little fact I, I said at the beginning of the podcast. So you know, well, they were searching for Gabby's body everywhere because they didn't really have any definitive yeah, clue where to find. Bodies found they found there. nine. They found nine, nine. bodies across nine. the U.S. of just other people Nuts. who have who, di- who died around there. So there's yeah. like. There could be something linked to all that, you know, who knows, but like, that's what I was saying. Yeah. This story is unbelievable. Dang. Well, we're going to have to see, we're going to have to do like another follow-up episode to see how the story unravels, I guess. And that's, that's makes me wonder, like how many bodies are just lying around in random places that like, 
still haven't been discovered yet. But this uh-huh. this case got so much resources because of social media, and then all these other people don't get deserved to be found. Those those families don't get closure either. That's true. So, I mean, yeah. Well, we'll see how the story unfolds. For me, like I kind of think it's him. Maybe it has there's linkage between you know some of the other missing bodies, but. For right now, I just there's no one that for me it points to besides him. Even thinking about all conspiracy routes are possible, but like you know, yeah, he's he's responsible in my opinion. Yeah, strangulation. It it does point to to him as well as the fact that he went back to Florida with her vehicle without her. So are we supposed yeah, to believe that she just it. got killed and he just ran away and drove her vehicle home? He. <laughs> This guy yeah. tried to really escape. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Sorry, not happening. Something has to do with Florida people and just Bro, trying to get have you guys people think, murdered and then trying to get away with the crime. Have you guys ever followed that meme when they say, "Yo, just search your birthday and then and just type your birthday in uh, Florida"? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> Florida man. <laughs> Any day of the calendar year is something yeah. wild has happened. It's like man breaks out of mental hospital butt naked. <laughs> you just like and sleeps with an older lady. Drinking bath salts. You're like, oh wow. Yeah, bath this salts. happened in Florida. Yeah, Florida yeah. Florida is wild. You're like, that's where the real life zombies happen. So <laughs> Yo, Christian, where's the crazy places in uh uh in Canada? They always say crow's nest. In Canada? Canada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crow's nest. <laughs> Something like that. It's no, called like crow's city, nest. Or, or like the wild. Crow Street or rat oh. rat pavilion. Something like that. <laughs> Get out of here! But crow's nest is crow's nest. It's so crazy. You you mentioned crow's nest. That's crow's nest. Such a cool story. Crow's nest. No, like the, there's a place called the Crow's Nest Pass, and it's like southern Alberta, and it was like this. It's this. It was like this old town called Frank in the Crow's Nest Pass. And there was like just a town living there in like the early 1900s. And this mountain right above the town just exploded one day. And boulders and rocks just rained on that city. Just like a r- random side note. But that's just crazy. I would that's not crazy. ever live in any place called Crow now. It just, it's, and you know what a group of crows is called together? What? Murder. <laughs> <laughs> so like, why? Anything related to crows now, I'm, I'm good off that. But what is that place actually called? Crowfoot. You're talking about you're thinking about Crowfoot, but I didn't know how you got Crow's <laughs> yeah, Nest because yeah, yeah, Crow's yeah. Nest is a real place. But but yeah, no, Canada. Canada's mostly tame. Uh, in Vancouver, there's like um, there's a place called uh, Hastings. I think it's East Hastings. I think it's the the largest homeless kind of ring in all of Canada. But it's just like just so much drugs out of there, so much uh, like, if you poverty me, and like LA. Crazy stuff, yeah. It's literally like what was that street in LA called? Uh, Hollywood Boulevard, Skid, Skid Row, Skid Row. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's yeah, Skid, Skid Row. Row, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's crazy. And there's a guy on YouTube, highly recommend checking it out. I think it was, um, anyway, this guy just interviews people from Skid Row, he'll just bring them into his studio and interview them and have them tell them, like, tell him their life story, which is just it just blows me away. I'm like, these people have been through so much. Bro, so it's just like crazy. And it's crazy, like the homelessness issue in in California, bro. Like, like 
costs of living have gone through the roof out there that like normal people are becoming homeless. Like not like you know, like in the sense it's like average uh, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. There's a lot of like stories of people in LA who are like people who are like who just have twenty four hour memberships and they just like sleep in, you know, at the gym. Yeah. Dang. Like, there's, oh. Yeah, like there's like a lot That's of so wild, man. It's a lot of like I, I I'm 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 listening to a podcast currently about how like the homeless population in LA came about. So like I'll get back to y'all on that one. But yeah, I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, like that's the thing, man. Like like in LA, it's almost even like a a wisdom thing, you know? You're you're supposed to everyone sees the LA's, the New York's as mm-hmm. like the beacon of hope. It's like, oh, you have a dream kid, you wanna go be an actor, go to LA. But like LA is so damn expensive to live in. And people are like, no, you gotta bet on yourself. You gotta go all in. And then you're like, then you're gonna turn into like the people you're talking about, like Rowell. It's like you need to be able to support yourself and keep yourself afloat. You can yeah. you can like go visit LA, go hit some auditions and stuff like that, and then try to make it work like that. You can't just I feel like it's almost unsustainable to just get up and go without the funds to be able to support yourself and live in LA, especially without guaranteed income. I was just going to say like, it's all about taking calculated risk. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's like pursue your dream, but in a, like not at your own desk, you know, at your own detriment, because like, you know, you hear the stories of like Neo, you know, he was living out of his car, you know, like just singing in front of the studio and like, yeah. Not everyone is Neo. Like you can not everyone can be Neo. Maybe your story is not meant to be like that. It's kind of like kind of just like you know, go with your passion, but like in a way that doesn't, you know, you don't cripple yourself forever trying to, you know, pursue it. And especially like you have to think about if you're moving somewhere, like the cost of living. Like you have to make sure that you have a place to you know, be able to have a job that sustainably, you know, you can live comfortably and also pursue your path your dream at the same time yeah you know if you can't do that then you know you're just putting yourself like at a huge disadvantage from the time that you could be dedicating to whatever you want to do and then also you're just going to be you know maybe working a job that doesn't benefit what you know you're trying to pursue no you're totally right and i think the best way to sum all of that up of what we just said is have a plan (laughs) like pursue your dreams have a plan that's Mm -hmm. it that's all you need just you know how am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to survive? Da, da, da. You got to do it. Otherwise, you're what? Like, if you if you don't plan to succeed, then you plan to fail. Like, yeah. And on that note, I was just going to say, but don't plan anything evil like Brian, Brian Laundry. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, seriously, keep it, you know, keep it in love for other people. But uh, on that note, I think we've kind of exhausted this whole Brian Laundry situation. And I guess we'll get we'll come back with some updates one of these coming weeks. Um, but Christian, any final thoughts? Uh, thanks guys for tuning in. If you've made it this far, you're, you're a real one, but yeah, this is the Brian laundry situation. Our take on it. If there's more information to update you on, we, we might throw that on the story, but let us know what you think. Do you think he's alive? Do you think he's dead? Do you think he did it? Do you think maybe it's some crazy serial killer? Let us know in the comments. And also RIP to, you know, gave his family send prayers and love to the you know send them well wishes you know god rest your soul and brian laundry we'll find out if it's you if it's not you then god rest your soul but if it is you oh yeah there's a special place for people like you you know rp brian laundry <laughs>
<laughs> Robert just threw that in there. Rip Brian Laundry. Brian needs some note, love too. I was just gonna say on that note, Robert, thank you for coming to this episode. Uh thank you for throwing your words of wisdom. <laughs> Trying to play devil's advocate from time to time, but uh we'll see what happens with the situation and then maybe you'll be on another episode. A follow up and maybe I'll tell your story. We'll see what happens. Hey, I'm honored, man. <laughs> this, is a, this is a blessing. This is dope. Love it. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys, again. It's been another episode uh, of The Broke Billionaires. And um, Robel, since you're our guest today, why don't you say our, our little motto? What's the, what's the motto? We don't got money, but we got ideas. Sorry, he's a rookie, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be smooth, where he was just going to just say it, and then just going to cut it there. Got ideas. There we go. There yeah. we go. Training wheels, training wheels. Maybe next time he'll be riding the bike by himself. We got the shmoney. We'll have this money later. We'll get yes. Out of here, bro. All right, we're, we're done with this episode, guys. We love y'all. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.